Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Blotto the Toydarian. This series features our Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fonzi. Our heroes befriended the mysterious Agent Sterling. Waka Waka Fonzi forced Brash to shoot Gronk when he wouldn't leave the droid behind. And Vic chose a new identity as Renegade, Master of Espionage. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop or spend money. No credits, only money. So you're making your way through a darkened tunnel. Um, the mine is deep, deep, deep inside the... Um, in, in sort of deep into the asteroid. Um, and it's one of those kind of uh, awful claustrophobic tunnel situations that um, I feel like, Vic, you would never have been down somewhere like this. Mm, no. So I think you're really kind of feeling like, Brash, you would, like, this is a smuggler situation, so you're probably used to it, and I'm sure... This is a little bit sexy to me. I like it. Yeah, and Waka, I'm <laughs> sure, in, in, during your time in the Army... Stuff like this happens. I'm, I live in a in a janitor closet. I, I love tight spaces. He lives in a janitor's <laughs> yeah. closet. He sucks his own poop back into his body. <laughs> yeah, he's he, fine. He also has amnesia, so like maybe he's done this. Maybe he hasn't. Yeah, it's like, fine. Uh, this um, is birthing therapy for him. <laughs> but uh, Vic, for you, this is like real. This is yucky. This is real yucky. But uh, it may be yucky for Vic. <laughs> but is it yucky for Renegade? Yes. This is awful. <laughs> 
Great. So you're leading the way, and you're, like, visibly agitated. Yeah, you kind of have to push me forward. Because I, I'm kind of oh, just man, like... Oh, man, only got a Gronk from... droid to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll let Sterling do it, because Sterling can be invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pushing yeah. you, so you appear brave. He just I'm... occasionally whispers, like, you're doing great. Yeah, my problem is, the gun I took back from you is sticky why is it sticky like i'm trying to rub it off on my clothes and stay looking cool but it's very frustrating i can't kiss it to apologize for the fact that i lost it because it's sticky <laughs> that's how Vic kept it on him he just stuck it to himself uh, if you kiss your your guns do they have names do your guns have names i think Yes, they had to earn it, which is why it was so bothersome that you mm. got one. Because one is Burton Ernie. <laughs> one is called. <laughs> um, no, no, I named them after my siblings because I Bert fucking Ernie. hate my siblings. So oh, I need okay. somebody to work with me. And see, because I'm a Falline, and I just decided as Ryan that I was like, all Falline names start with an X. So my siblings are Zalpha and Zomagon. Okay. Hmm. Because my parents wanted them to be the Alpha and Omega of business. Zalpha, Zomagon. Yep, I'm right there with you. And then they named me Abraxas because I was an accident <laughs> who would not receive anything. So I just got, got my, you know, Zabraxis. They just put an X in the name. Who knows? Honestly, it's like they sneezed and someone wrote it on the certificate. There's a lot of fury about this that I do not express. But I get to own my siblings and they get okay. to they, they get to defend me <laughs> and do the criminal things I want them to do. So it's it's petty, but it makes me feel fulfilled in some small gross way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> I would never I don't know if I've ever told anyone I named them that. Hmm. Um Vic, I imagine for you cuz I know like Walk has named his gun as well, but I don't that doesn't seem like something that Vic No. But would but, renegade. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Renegade, I guess, would have a name for the Derringer sure, yeah. that was handed to him. Uh, what's the name of the Derringer? Lil Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> like L-I-L apostrophe. Yeah. 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 In my Renegade. head, it's just the, the noisy cricket, like not in power, but in terms of look. Yeah, um, yeah. Little Overall Renegade. aesthetic, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very dumb. <laughs> I like it a lot. Little Renegade. <laughs> uh, okay, great. So, uh, if you'll recall from last episode, uh, the plan that you guys are currently uh, working on is to send Renegade uh, forward to encounter a Black Sun Patrol and surrender in cowardice, uh, and then to track him um, to where the uh, the leader of, of the Slicers is being held. Um, are you guys then, I guess, you're, you're a ways back, I would assume? Yeah, we're probably... I mean, Sterling has to be with... Vic, or he keeps not moving, but right. Sterling's invisible, so... Yeah, yeah, so Sterling is obviously on, on Vic's back. Also, if just, like, they open fire on him, it's helpful to have someone there exactly. to, to help. Um, but the rest of you are kind of, like, we're sneaking. Yeah, we're back, we're back down the hall. Enough that we could cover if shit goes bad, but far enough away we're not getting spotted right away. Cool. Um, so you continue making your way kind of um, deeper into the tunnel, and you uh, kind of open up into a large cavern. Um, and, uh, as you do so, you can kind of hear some voices in the distance. Now, Renegade, were you on board with this plan? You were going to lead everyone, mm -hmm. but were you on board with the get captured and surrender? Um, 
yes as a clever ruse. Okay. <laughs> kind right. of with like, uh, let them think they've captured me kind of thing. So you um, step into kind of a large cavern um, where clearly uh, this tunnel kind of, it's not where it ends, but uh, it's definitely a major sort of junction, um, natural cavern. And um, you can see um, five Black Sun mercenaries um, just kind of dragging um, some equipment uh, out of the way. It seems the tunnel ahead is is blocked. Um, so they're, they're kind of dragging a, a, a drill, like an old rusted drill machine. Oh, okay, not um, using charges or anything? They're trying to bore their way through? Uh, no, this is uh, some equipment that was left there um, mm. and uh, seemed to have been moved. Uh, you get the sense that the slicers likely moved it, did, did some kind of technical wizardry to like stop up the gap. Okay. So they're just dragging all the shit out of the way, trying to... Um, oh, unstop okay. the uh, unstop oh, okay. the hole. I thought they were trying to do like actively mine through a. No, a no, no, okay. no. This is uh, this is all very similar to the Gronk droids. All very old gear. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Stern will kind of like give me some extra nudges, like push me forward. Like, okay, I got it. I got it. And, like shrug him <laughs> off. <laughs> you try and shrug him off, but like he's not there because he's invisible yeah. and kind of goes wave where he might be. <laughs> all right, all right. Got it. And I'll like, adjust my. Bla- Was it a black denim vest? Yes, yeah. it's a black denim vest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Over top of your silk turtleneck, yeah, the, 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 the world's worst Han Solo cosplay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> with a red bandana on. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like the meaning of the Juggalos uh, <laughs> Han Solo. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll, it's like it is, yeah, like I don't like being down here. As yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't aware of how you know gross and like kind of scary mm-hmm, it would be mm-hmm. to be in an underground mine. Uh, but I'll like kind of, you know, get, get into character, kind of find renegade, right. And then become <laughs> renegade. Uh, and then I'll stride confidently into the middle of the open area <laughs> and loudly clear my throat. <clears> throat> uh, and you just hear like the screeching of the metal stop and they all turn to look at you. My name is renegade <laughs> and I am here to peacefully surrender <laughs> and I'll raise my hands uh, as, as you were saying like renegade their guns were coming up and then when you raise your hands they, they're confused um, and uh, finally um, a human who's clearly had some, some bionic um, uh, stuff done to her face um, she's kind of got like uh, robot eyes um, and sort of like a visor steps forward and, uh, she says you you with the slicers? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> give me one reason why I shouldn't kill you. Because you're after the slicers. And I like <laughs> give her like, like finger guns like you're looking for slicers and you got one. Uh, she <laughs> turns to her companions who are all looking equally confused. Um, and uh, one of them who seems to be uh, like, like think the, the shitty like Walmart equivalent of an IG-88. So okay. like... You know, the, the president's choice, <laughs> IG-88. <laughs> so it's just like a little box here and like his head's a square for some reason. Sure. Um, and the droid says, perhaps we should shoot it just to be safe. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 capture me. Take me hostage. <laughs> this sounds like a clever ruse. Well, I mean, yes, it would be extremely clever. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like whoever would be brave enough to stroll out here in the middle of your operation and surrender would clearly have to be some kind of mastermind, but that's not the case <laughs> right now. I renegade the 
Slicer. Slicer? Is it splicer or slicer? It is slicer. I'm a slicer and I'm here to surrender. <laughs> Can you roll me a deception check? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so deception and cunning. Okay, so that's... So so cunning being um, the characteristic, that's like the number of dice. And then the uh, skill is how many of them would be yellow? Whichever is higher. Whichever is, the, is higher yeah. is the green. Is yeah. how many, yeah, is the base green. Got and it. then um, what, however many ranks you have over and above that, turn them into yellow. So, Tom, okay. what kind of dice are you going to add to the mix yeah. on this one? Oh, Ryan, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. Uh, we're going to say three purple. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to spend a point of destiny to make um, one of those purples um, a... Spooky, spooky challenge dice. Um, I will give you a blue boost dice because you you are legit. Like you're lying, but also you believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, add one blue, and I think that's it from my from my end of things. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna roll. I'm not gonna use any destiny. Vic doesn't need destiny. <laughs> Renegade <laughs> makes his own fate. Wow, that's a lot of blank dice. Um, uh, oh, it's, it's all right. Um, one fail, two threats, three successes, uh, and that. <laughs> so you have two success and one advantage. Yeah, two success and no, sorry, just, just a net of two successes. So um, the sort of leader with the bionic eyes. Um, like turns and just pushes the droid over, just full on shoves the droid, and the droid has no stabilizers, and she goes, "Uh oh," uh, and falls over. <laughs> Down her, I uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, "You fool! He is a slicer, and we are looking for slicers. We must take him." <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Look, he even he he acknowledges it. You stupid droid! And you she kicks the me. droid. <laughs> uh, so she uh, she nods to one of her companions, and uh, he kind of runs over and very like roughly like grabs your arms and and uh, slaps uh, a pair of cuffs on on you. He pats you down, um, and he pulls out the derringer, and he, he looks at it, and, uh, and he kind of laughs, and he shows it to his boss, and she laughs, um, and she's like, "What what is that? That's Lil Renegade. Be careful around <laughs> her. <laughs> she's a feisty firecracker of a." Uh, Little gun. <laughs> uh, the guy just tosses it down the uh, the abyss. What? No, hey, a friend gave that to me. I get, well. <laughs> you, uh, you like as you're standing there, your foot gets like sidekicked by oh, an invisible I, foot. Do, down I go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right, that address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dum Dums and Dice, support the show. It's going to be great. So they kind of uh, grab you and um, they kind of bring you to the, the edge of the thing. She nods to the two of them uh, to keep kind of working at pulling stuff out. Uh, the droid spends a good like three minutes standing up. And it's just that horribly awkward like 
the Boston Dynamics robots. They always oh, kind of like, he rolls over and then he like has to bend his knees and he's like trying to use his elbows and his arms. It's really having a hard time. Um, the rest of you, I assume, are still hanging back. Yeah, we got to watch to see how this is going to go. Because if we, is there a way to follow, or would we have to walk through the open space? You'll have to walk through the open space, or you can wait for them to enter the tunnel and then follow. Well, I got my fork gun's got like a sniper scope, so I can like, <laughs> so I can like watch them. Sure. Yeah, this, th- okay, we'll, we'll, we'll hold position then. We're going to play this smart. Cool. And Sterling, unfortunately, can't move right now, or they'll see him aside from kicking Vic for losing his gun. <laughs> um, so he is just kind of like uh, standing there. I think maybe with your scope, you can pick him up because it's getting thermal imaging of mm-hmm. uh, of the guy who's clearly standing there. Um, so he's kind of pressed against a wall, just just laying low. Uh, so after a, a few minutes, um, they managed to drag the last of the equipment out. Um, they're grumbling the whole time. It seems that the slicers hacked um, the hardware on these uh, sort of small mining droids and, and got them to jam up the thing. Um, Vic, you're you're being kind of like held captive. Would you stay silent during this whole thing? Um, no, Vic would be would be real real chatty and and I think unintentionally like helpful, like just loudly being like. Oh, man, so you're just like a small crew, like five guys, huh? Boy, that's probably a lot of hard work for you to have to move all that machinery, just the five of you. So, like, now they like now the, the group knows, like, how many, uh, like, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. enemies there are and stuff like that. And it's like, well, that is one big gun. How come he gets to hold the big gun and everyone else has, like, the little the little guns? And, so, and just, cool. like, just yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. doing that shit. Cool. So we'll say um, I'll add one boost forward to whatever your next, whatever the party's next, like, Fucking with these guys' role is. Uh, so eventually they move, move the gear out of the way, and um, their leader kind of like nods to the two toughs who are carrying you, and they, they start dragging you forward into the, uh, uh, into the smaller tunnel. Um, I assume the two of you follow. Yeah, we'll follow at a okay. distance. So um, all of you kind of make it through the rest of the tunnel. Um, the, you don't encounter any of the other slicers. They seem to have successfully kind of thrown off the black sun. Um, you come out the emergency exit into uh, the sort of uh, air bubble, um, so the actual Comstar base. Um, f- this is definitely like a like a service entrance that's not really supposed to be used, but it's clearly seen a lot of foot traffic from Black Sun, uh, and you see that the space is actually fairly bustling. Like there's there's a lot of um, Black Sun coming and going. Um, for you, Vic, what you see coming, <clears throat> pardon me, coming out of the tunnel. Uh, there's a large central um, sort of HQ building um, that seems to have like you know the um, uh, Comstar logo on it, and it's it's clearly kind of the office um, for for the space. Uh, it's got a giant uh, radar dish on top, uh, so it seems to be kind of the the central um, routing unit for the the comm station. Um, you can also see some low-lying buildings. Uh, it's not like an army is here, but there's like a decent amount of, of goons kind of coming and going. Um, and they start dragging you towards the HQ building. Also, the air is so much fresher up here. It's it's real nice. Oh, thank you, guys. It was so just dank and gross in there. <laughs> it was dank. I cannot smell, but if I could, it would have been dank. Yeah, yeah. This guy gets it. Thank What's, you. Who are you? I'm GG22. GG22 gets it, guys. Yay, I got it. Yeah, I bet the GG stands for GG gets, and then, like, it <laughs> is just kind of implied. Uh, the lady uh, gags you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and uh, they begin kind of dragging you um, towards the, the HQ building, which looks kind of like an office building with a giant um, like satellite dish on top. Okay. And I'm talking like giant satellite dish, uh, not like Millennium Falcon sized, but like building sized. Wow. Okay. Um, it's like the dish. Like a place. Rogue One com tower. Yeah, yeah, dish. yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a uh, Siberia level and the, GoldenEye it, it, dish. I, that is exactly what was that. in was my like head. End of GoldenEye. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. 100% what was in my head. Thank you for getting it. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yes. Sandy right. Cheeks. It, it all has to come back to the SquarePants yeah, for me. Right. I'm like, it's the size of the Crab Shack. Yeah. Yeah. From that time Patrick when. Patrick Star's GoldenEye satellite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the code, Squidward. <laughs> so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Good. We've all we've all watched that show. Yeah. For England, SpongeBob. No, for me. That's right. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and then just hugs him instead. <laughs> I would watch that. It's the Bond theme, but on a ukulele. Oh, who works on MI6 <laughs> under the double O's? In my head, I can hear it so clearly. I don't know if I can make it. James sound Bond come out of my mouth. War pants. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, like, like for Bikini Bottom, SpongeBob. And I was like, no, Patrick, for me. Oh man, Tyler, that was a fucking good SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, anyway, Star Wars. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So. Um, the, it's obviously a lot brighter out here. Um, there's, uh, sort of a, a number of, of floodlights that have, that sort of light, uh, we're, still, we're still under the dome. Right? Yes, you're under okay. the dome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dome itself seems to give off kind of a faint glow. You get the sense there's probably something in it that helps like refract light and keep everything, uh, visible. Um, and yeah, so you're, you're dragged towards the building. Uh, there's two goons on either side of the sort of central doors. Um, they open with a hiss and you're dragged into the lobby of, um, again, just kind of like a, it's, it's, it's corporate, but it's also kind of industrial. Um, like this is, uh, it's weirdly not dissimilar from the mining facility, except that this one is clearly still in, in use. Um, there, there's, uh, the upkeep has been done, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Uh, and as you're pulled in, uh, you almost trip over one of those little like toasters on wheels. It's oh, like, yeah. burp, burp, burp. um, and, uh, it pauses and kind of stares at you. I'm gagged. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it drives away. Um, Oh, man, that character had such a story that you'll never hear now. Um, (laughs) DLC. Um, Cool. So uh, let's cut back to Waka and Brash. Um, You guys are kind of at the the mouth of this. Is Sterling with us or is Sterling slunk away or we don't know where Sterling is? Because Sterling's invisible, so we very well might not know. Yeah, I don't think... I think Sterling's general goal is to stay as close to Vic as he can because he doesn't really feel like Vic can handle himself in a fight. <laughs> so Sterling's our ace in the hole where I'm like, man, he's around. Yeah, like like he handed he handed Vic like a secret Derringer up his sleeve so he could feel special, but Sterling is the gun up his sleeve. <laughs> like, okay. um, yeah. So, Waka, awkward moment. I was not aware that the mine attached to the bubble we can't just shoot our way through a whole army, and I sort of don't have a plan. <laughs> I just like flip my hair and switch my vest and look really good because I'm now just trying to fill airtime because I don't have a plan. Okay, so uh, from my scope, I saw that the doors are guarded. So, yes. what if we went back to our original plan? 
and drove the two ships into the <laughs> dome, and then we can free everybody. So you're saying we should go back, fly away, kill everyone, and then rescue... You are going to put parts of them into a necklace, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> I think maybe we need to rethink this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, looking out, we see the building. It's got two guards. Yeah. How many other people are on? Like, what's the setup between us and this important door? Uh, between you and that um, is kind of just in a uh, semi-open space. To your left and right, there's like a few sort of... Um, Think like almost golf carts uh, kicking around. Uh, the, the best way to think of this is kind of as like a frontier outpost. So there's, you can see a couple of side buildings. There's like uh, what looks to be almost an apartment complex um, for workers. There's like a rec center to your right. Um, and there's a few ships that have been parked inside, uh, inside the dome that have been brought through. Um, you can see kind of a massive, we'll say that you've entered from the west. So you can see the massive um, entry like airlocks for the ships at the north and south. Um, so basically, if you're asking, like, can you stealth your way to these doors? It's kind of a you can get halfway there, and then the last half is a straight walk. Straight walk. Yep. Um, that said, um, you aren't the schematics you had were for the that Sterling uh, found were for the uh, the mines, not the, the this city, facility. Yeah. But based on kind of your knowledge of, of this sort of stuff, it wouldn't make sense to not have underground tunnels connecting a lot of these buildings. So even though you might not be able to walk through the front door, odds are the, the apartment has at least an emergency access to all of these buildings should connect to the central because, And they also need to be set up in case the dome breaks. That's it doesn't exactly just kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, new plan. Okay. We need to find a way underground. Right now, this air smells too good. I want to go back to the smuggle zone. It's where Brash belongs. Okay. Because then when we get underground, we can go in, we can free our friends, we can get the hell out, and everybody in this whole dome gets brashed. You know, if we had a Gronk droid, we could have maybe used it as diversion. This is blatantly untrue, but we could... Maybe take a look at some of these golf carts. Maybe send them zooming around. They've got autopilot. Crank those speeds. Okay, what if we send a golf cart to the door, and then it'll bump into it, and then they'll open it and be like, what's this cart doing here? And then I'll shoot them with my sniper scope. If we're just going to shoot them, why send the cart? (laughs) It's a diversion. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to expect a cart. Or a fork into the face. <laughs> I agree with you in principle. Uh, they would not expect that. Okay. Neither would I. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm on the golf cart and under a blanket. And then you push it and you say, special delivery. <laughs> and they'd be like, uh, I'm not expecting. And then, boom! <laughs> Bang with the fork gun. <laughs> Again, if we are just going to shoot them, you can do that from here. Okay, what if you're under the blanket? This time, <laughs> with this time me. I'm, I'm, I'm letting him keep going, but I'm actively looking for things in the ground. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I can probably keep him on this conversation <laughs> as we go into a tunnel. Okay, we're under a blanket together. <laughs> and and we're outside, and we, and we make spooky noises. And when they run away, then we shoot them. See, that's pretty good. And as, as you're yeah. saying, this, like the two of you are like walking the perimeter and like trying to find things. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, yeah, Ryan, I'd say um, the rec center is probably closer and kind of the bigger, more chaotic building. 
Um, so you guys make your way there. Uh, Walker, you're still explaining this cart theory as you two kind of like enter the building. Yeah. Okay. So um, we each have a cart. <laughs> Uh, so looking around, um, you can see some bodies. It looks like uh, some of the staff were here when the the Black Sun showed up. Um, but yeah, think like a just like a YMCA style thing. This is where all of the the people would come for entertainment. So there's like a theater and there's a like a swimming pool and a gym. And there's dead bodies everywhere. Uh, there are a few dead bodies. Yes, it seems like the 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 staff that uh, the Black Sun in, encountered here they just shot. Okay, so what, it, during my musings, I brought a golf cart with me, <laughs> and so I start I, I start golf taking cart. the bodies and I and I start putting them on the golf cart. You're like, don't worry, I, I think I can use this. Are there any like large sticks in the area? <laughs> sure, yeah. There's 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 like a, a room full of uh, rental gym. See, the reason that this has actually happened is once we got into the building, I managed to find somewhere where I'm just looking for schematics. So I'm in the office looking around, not realizing <laughs> he's secretly brought a golf cart in and stacked. Yeah, he went back out and got a golf yeah, cart. Yeah, yeah. While well, I'm in here, like yeah. finding things, assuming like we're gonna find the plans. We're yeah. All so the in so for Brash's part of this plot, it's like like David Fincher, like dark atmospheric music playing as he like looks through the files and is like doing all the the, the cool espionage shit. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think your like building this death cart theme is? Um, there's a another song in my head. It said uh, "My Death Cart and Me," and it's uh, like, "My Death Cart for Cutie." Yeah, yeah, it's like da 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 da, making a trap and making some friends. It's the death cart. <laughs> <laughs> And, and while I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm, t- I'm taking the bodies and kind of propping them up on, on some mops <laughs> that I found that are weighed down with weights because it's like a rec center. Uh, yeah, like Sweep Sweep has taught you how to, yeah. how to effectively line things up with mops. Yeah. I mean, you can't live with a guy for that long and not pick up some, some sweeping tricks. Right. So there's a, now there's a golf cart with like about maybe, I'm guessing it's a pretty big golf cart. So like maybe like a dozen bodies like propped up to, <laughs> and, and like to make them seem like they're alive. <laughs> A dozen bodies on one golf cart? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> so they're That's why he has to stab stuff through them or they'll yeah, fall off. Yeah, so they're like so they're 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 propped up in cushion of corpse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're so they're in the so okay, I'm trying to picture the golf cart then. So is it like a tray or is uh, it a golf it, car? It's, a, it's like a little golf car. Oh, like, golf car. Okay, like so, like four people. Oh, like okay, two, no, two there, front. Are, there are twelve corpses now jammed <laughs> yeah. together. So I realize that I'm like, oh, this doesn't look realistic. So then I, <laughs> so I, I, I throw off, I throw off eight of the corpses and kind of into a corner, and then so now there's four of them seated and propped, and I try to put them in fun <laughs> positions like they're, like they're they're having a party. So like there's nothing. Like, so people, when they see it, they won't be like, oh, these are dead bodies. No, these are alive bodies. Those eight over there are dead bodies. Yeah, those eight. <laughs> but these four, these four are alive and well. Okay, great. And I aim it at, like, a door that's that's there. Okay, so you're, I assume you're aiming it to just, like, careen out into... Yeah. Oh, um, can I use a destiny point to... <laughs> to do what? To... It's not even rolling. Okay, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. No, it's too late. It's too God. late. It's too I want to make sure oh. I brought. Why uh, is that so funny to me? Because he's not doing anything yet. Oh. He's like bracing. It's just. I wanna, can I have more dice, please, for a thing I don't know? So I, I, uh, I, I want to make sure I brought some of my space grenades with me. So oh. I, I pack 
I brought four space grenades. I put a grenade in each of the people's mouths. So they're... So I just set them up. So that I, uh, and I'm all... And I'm working on this while you're looking for the files. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, Brash, you find um, <laughs> you find the, the emergency. I want to use a destiny voice. <laughs> yeah. You find the uh, the schematics um, for the facility. You can definitely find like a, a back uh, entrance that'll take you into the sort of uh, central um, dome, like a ray dome. Uh, and yeah, there's basically emergency tunnels. They're not very big. They're they are very much just like a. This isn't a. It's cold outside, so we built an underground. It's a. If the space dome breaks, because people drove enough flower trucks into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, almost like Jeffrey's tubes from um, uh, Star Trek. Okay, uh, so they're like four or five feet in crouch. You can't really stand, but you yeah, get where I think you need to we're going to say they're big enough that you can stand, but it really is like a single person wide and tall. Um, so it would be kind of a an ants situation. You also don't know how many people legitimately live here, so who knows? Um, so you get that, uh, and you, you kind of like stand up. You turn around just in time to see Fonzie... <laughs> And his death cart. Uh, and Fonzie, what do you say as you launch the cart? How do you like my plan so far? And with that, the cart shoots out of the door, <laughs> out onto the thing, uh, and you hear a bunch of screams. <laughs> and then the gunfire begins. Great. I thought so. This episode of Dumb Scum and Villainy features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara13 on Twitter, and our fantastic game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's MRKR. Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E Now get out of my shop. I'm a Toydarian. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.